John chapter number 14, <clears throat> Jesus said in verse 19, Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but ye shall see me. Because I live, ye shall live also. Father, we love you. I ask you to bless today's message. God encourage us in Jesus' name. Amen. Last week we started a message, and it's a series, I guess, now, uh, on Because He Lives. Amen. Ye shall live also. And we found out last week, number one, because He lives, I can live. Yeah. He gave us life, and life more abundant. He gave us an overcoming life. He gave us a victorious life, a crucified life, and a glorious life. And He gave me a lively hope. Begotten us again onto a lively hope. Amen. I mean, just full of life. I mean, our life ought to have life. Listen, we never learned how to live until he breathed life into us. He quickened us, made us alive. Now we can, should be able to really rejoice and enjoy life. But the devil wants to take all that away from us. The devil wants us to look at our circumstances and our surroundings versus look at him. Amen. When Peter took his eyes off the Lord and saw that the wind was boisterous and he saw the waves, he began to sink. If you really want to walk on water, so to speak, in life, amen, keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen. Amen. You get your eyes on the brethren, you get your eyes on men, you're going to fall. Amen. And it's going to discourage you. And uh, David encouraged himself in the Lord. When all the men spoke of stoning David and killing David because they came and took their families and everything that they had, David went and encouraged himself in the Lord. Listen, a lot of times in your life, amen, you can walk through the deepest waters. You can go through the hardest, or deepest valleys. You can go through the hardest things in life. But as long as you know you're right with God and God's right with you, the birds can sing. You can rejoice no matter though you're in the midst of a storm. Amen. Though you're going through the fire. Listen, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego never thought twice about not going to the fiery furnace. They said, we're not going to bow and in the fire. Amen. The Lord was there. The Lord encouraged them. They were shouting, walking around, having a good time with the Son of God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Listen, I got life. I got a lively hope. I have the lively oracles. I got the living word. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It's right here. It's written in my heart. I have living water. Out of your belly shall flow rivers. Living water. I serve a true and living God. <laughs> Amen. Listen, now because of that I can love. We brought out last week how we could really love somebody. I mean real love, true love. Amen. Amen. Listen, real love. You can love somebody for who they are, right. not what they do. Right. Amen. That's a hard thing to do. But because he can love me for who I am, I should be able to love somebody for who they are. Not what they can do for me. Listen, this world's looking for somebody to do something for them. Right? They're users. They're abusers. But I mean, honest, really love. Listen, there's people out there looking for love. Uh, they're married to somebody that loves them. And then they've got to go off and find somebody that Hollywood says is appropriate for their life. And they ruin their life. Amen. I was telling somebody the other day. Uh, I'm not trying to uh, cast stones at somebody that's dead. But my brother-in-law said that his first wife... Man, he said, I'm good. He said, man, that was a good woman. My wife said that about her brother. She said, man, his first wife, he he, he, he lost something he had. was really good. And he told him. I mean, he, he said that. I mean, he said, brother, I, I messed up. When, hey, man, he wasn't thinking he was lost. He was in search for something. Had a good woman, had no idea. Didn't she go on and get saved? We met her at the funeral and everything else like that. Listen, sometimes you have something, but you don't understand what you have until you lose it. Yeah. Yeah, man, listen, a lot of people think they just don't, 
understand. They just think they got to chase something that's out there and they don't know what it is, but they got to chase it. Listen, when you accept what you are, wow, ooh, man. the greatest day in your life is when you take God's side against yourself. And you accept what you are and your abilities. And people say, no, you got to think positive. Listen, I can think about being seven foot all day long. It ain't going to happen. I'm not getting up on stilts. You understand? Now, I've been way up on 40-foot extension ladders. and t- I've climbed huge towers several hundred feet in the air. Listen, it ain't how I want to get up in the world. Because you can come down real quick off one of them towers. Amen? Listen, but you got to accept what you are and who you are and where you're at. Amen? Listen, some guy said years ago, you got to bloom where you planted. This is where I'm planted, okay? Now i got to make the best of my situation. Life's handing me lemons, all right? Make, become a lemonade salesman, amen? And uh, make lemonade. You got to accept what you are. Listen, I'm not saying to accept uh, failure, but use failure as your friend. Right? Hello? Amen. Amen. That's what John Maxwell tries to do. He said, Thomas Edison took how many attempts to make a light bulb? 10,000? Right? Thomas Edison, John Maxwell uses this quote uh, about Thomas Edison when his factory burned up, caught on fire. They said his factory is about the size of a football field. He said, you know what his attitude was? He said, children, go get your mom. She ain't never going to see a fire like this one. <laughs> and as soon as it all burned up, he said, all right. And he said, I ain't got time to waste. We've got to get back to work. He used it as a positive thing and not a negative thing. Listen, there's a lot of bad things that come in our life, but how can I benefit from this? What can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? How can I get up and go beyond from this? Right? A man I built a building for years ago, about 28 years ago when I came to Dayton, amen, filed bankruptcy twice, went on and had a great successful trucking business. Listen, we can't let failures define us, but we can allow failures to build us. Maxwell's got a book called Failing Forward. Listen, we've got to learn from our situation, our circumstances. Listen, just because we're born in a bad set of parents or we've got a, a bad disposition in our life, listen, we can't allow all that to frame us. We've got a God that saved us out of all that junk. And what can he make me out of all that? Give me life and love me. He loved me for who I am, not what I can do. Not what he wants me to be, but he loved me for me. Can I really love somebody for them? Mm. That's what makes makes or breaks a marriage, doesn't it? Hello. That's what makes or breaks a friend. Amen. Amen. Well, I better get off all that. I'm putting you all to sleep. Amen. First Peter chapter number First Peter chapter number one. I can live, I can love, amen. For fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. Love. Joy, Joy, peace. Listen, I'm telling you, you get over there, the first thing is love. Listen, I love him because he what? First loved me. When the love of God moves into your life and your heart, he's going to teach you to be able to love somebody. You know the hardest person to love? Yourself. There's too many people that love themselves. You understand what I'm saying? But they got the wrong love. They got a carnal love for themselves and not a godly love. You understand? Amen. First Peter chapter 1. He says this, uh, verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to His abundant mercy has begotten His skin on a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. Woo! Amen! We're going to heaven. Yeah, we're going to live forever. Amen! We got mansions. We got gold. We got glitter. We got glory. 
You know what Umberto said? He said, you Americans rejoice about heaven. We rejoice about Jesus. You understand? I love heaven. I'm glad I get to go. But what about the God of heaven? Do we really love Him? See, listen, a lot of soul winning today is trying to sell you a piece of real estate, give you a piece of real estate on the other side up there, and they're bypassing Jesus and what He did for who He did it for. Do you want to go to heaven? Do you ever want to see your grandma again? you want to see your mommy again? Say these words. You can go to heaven at the funeral. If you just pray these little words, ain't dealing with Jesus Christ, ain't dealing with their sin. Listen, when a man sees that he's an utter failure, he's worthless, he's a castaway, deserves a burning hell, and sees that there's hope and he receives Jesus Christ as a Savior, he's a changed man. He falls in love with the Savior. Right? Right? Hey, man, you're drowning. You don't care what color the man's hand is that reaches down and saves you. Right? You don't care if he's ugly. You don't care if it's a sodomite. Well, you do, but you don't. You understand? Listen, I'm against sodomy, but if, if a sodomite pulls my wife out of a burning car, I'll be thankful that he pulled her out. I don't have to love his sin and what he's doing, but I can be thankful as a human being, as a person who had compassion on a human being, save somebody that's pretty close to me. I can be thankful and thank him, but I don't have to like the house he lives. I don't have to like the car he drives, but I can sure appreciate the act of love and kindness he bestowed. Doesn't mean I'm going to endorse his sin and promote it and walk up and down the street holding a sign, support him because he's, I ain't going to do that. You understand? But on that basis, that act of human kindness, I can appreciate that. Hello? Hey, I'm not, I'm not for witches. Right? Hello? Bible said, suffer not a witch to live. Good night, Hillary. I mean... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Right? Hey, man. Right? But I'm telling you, if a bunch of witches came by and my family got in a bad accident, they pulled them out of a car and helped them, I could appreciate that they helped my wife out of a car, my family out of a car. Right? I hate Islam, but a, but a Muslim could wind up being kind and help us. Right? What do Yankees and the Southerners do in battle? There's a lot of times they'd, they'd, they'd have a neutral thing and they'd lay their guns down and meet each other, trade a jaw tobacco and a sip of coffee and different things, and then they'd go back across the river and load up their guns and shoot each other. But there's a time to where they could sit back and be human beings. Hey, Amen. Listen, I'm glad. I'm glad, hey, amen. That I can love Jesus Christ for who He is. Amen. Amen. And He loved me for who I am and He saved me. It's not just about where I'm going. It's who's the ones that saved me. Who saved you? I can see a church of Christ trying to... The world's burning up and he's hugging his baptistry. <laughs> right? Hello? Catholics are grabbing their Marys out of the backyard running. You know, the world's America's going to get bombed. I'm going to take my God with me. How stupid. You understand? They worship idols and everything else. Listen, I'm glad I don't worship a piece of concrete and a piece of stone. I'm glad my God don't count on me being carried and put on a pedestal. I'm glad my Savior's greater than all and He come inside my heart to live. And wherever I go, He's there. He's with me forever. Never leave me nor forsake me. I'm glad. Amen. And then on top of it, I get a street of gold. On top of it, I get a mansion. Amen. On top of it, I get a pearly gate. There's 12 of them from which I get to enter in, run in and out, run around. Amen. I'm going to run around all the gates. Amen. Have a good time. Hello. Amen. Yeah. Huh? 
I'm going up there to the water of life. I'm going to dip my feet in there. Amen. I'm going to eat 12 manner of fruit. Amen. Big old giant bananas and grapefruits and peaches and man, who knows what else. Right? Can you imagine seeing Caleb coming in? He's a weightlifter. Amen. Can you see Caleb carrying in a banana? <laughs> Sit down. Gabriel, help me peel this thing. <laughs> what is, what is, boy, that'd be great. Priscilla want, don't want a fruit on a tree. She wants candy tree. Amen. Yeah. Right? Hello. Yeah, I, think we can eat meat up there, I hope so. Amen. At least fish. Yeah. Jesus ate fish. Catfish. Hey, man. Catfish. <laughs> oh, man, that's bad, bro. <laughs> oh, man, that's too bad. Hey, man, we got to go on. Hey, man, verse 5. Who are kept by the power of God. Amen. Through faith. Amen. On the salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein you greatly what? Rejoice. Amen. Amen. I'm kept by the power of God. I'm going to live forever. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Though now for a season, if need be, you're in what? You're in heaviness through manifold temptation. Listen, God said there's problems going to come in your life. There's heaviness that may come in your life. It may be for a season. It may be for a little bit. But listen, get your eyes off your problems. Keep your eyes on Him. Amen. Listen, he's also showing you, hey, heaven's not... Listen, heaven's your final home, not this. I mean, your house may burn down. Listen, we know people, their house burnt down, they're living in a better house than they had the first time. Right? People's gone through troubles. But this ain't it. It ain't all down here. Our life's over there. My treasure's over there. My treasure ain't down here. It's over there. Where your heart is is where your treasure's at. Verse 7, that the trial of your faith being more precious than gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found on the praise and honor and glory at the what? The appearing of who? Jesus Christ, whom, having not seen you what? Do you love Him? Do you love Him? Yeah. Whom, having not seen you love? Though now you see Him not, yet believe in you what? Rejoice! With what? Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. Because he lives, I can laugh. I can enjoy life. I can enjoy what he's doing for others. Amen. Let me ask you a question. Can you laugh at yourself? That that takes a big day. That's a great victory in somebody's life if they can laugh at themselves. Amen. People take themselves too seriously. Amen. Others don't take us that seriously. Listen, that's a great day in our life. Amen. Boy, it went quiet on that one. Amen. How to get a flat tire. Have people laugh at themselves. Amen. If you can't laugh at yourself, amen, others are going to laugh at you all your life. Nehemiah chapter number 8. Nehemiah chapter number 8. Well, I'm telling you what. People are going to laugh at you at all your mistakes. People are going to laugh at all your flaws. Amen? Listen, just ask a cartoonist to draw a caricature of you. Amen? You know what? They'll pick out every little flaw. You know what you got to do? You've got to be able to laugh at it. Amen? I love all these cartoons. Barack Obama. Amen? they got the big ears and everything. I, I, I love it. Amen? It's just funny as can be. They, they know how to draw. They know how to accentuate those little items. Amen. If a guy's got a little bit bigger nose, they'll accentuate it. If they got big lips, they'll accentuate it. If they got whatever, they accentuate it. If they got pimples, man, they'll, they'll accentuate it. 
You've got to be able to laugh at it. Amen. You got a lot of zits, somebody calls you pizza face. Hey, pizza face. Would you like a slice of pepperoni? <laughs> I mean, hey, you got to laugh at it. Right? You got to laugh. <laughs> you said you're sick, preacher. Listen, you got to laugh at yourself. They're laughing at you. Make a joke of it. Amen. Don't let it ruin your day. John, or Nehemiah chapter number 8, verse 10. Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, send portions unto them whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. That's your strength, man. We ought to be able to enjoy God, enjoy heaven. You know what? We got all kinds of wet blankets around. We got all kinds of people that want to quiet you up and shut you up. Amen. Listen, there's a time to enjoy God. When should you enjoy God? All the time. Amen. Listen, you ought to be able to laugh. You ought to be able to laugh at yourself. You ought to be able to laugh at your failures. You ought to rejoice because you're saved. Amen. Proverbs chapter number 15. Listen, there's a time to cry. There's a time to laugh. Amen. It's a time to laugh. Laughter doeth good like a medicine. Amen. Proverbs 15 verse 13. A merry heart maketh the what? A cheerful countenance. But by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. Amen. The heart of him that hath understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools feedeth on foolishness. All the days that afflicted are evil. But he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast. Amen. 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 Man, listen. That's what that, God wants us to have a merry heart. I know people are against it. You know, the Bible says foolish jesting. But listen, God wants us to be able to joke. God wants us to be able to laugh. Listen, you say, well, you're laughing at somebody else. Amen. They need to learn to laugh themselves. Short people do do funny things. Fat people do do funny things. Skinny people do do funny things. Amen. There's good, there's skinny jokes, fat jokes. Amen. Normal jokes. Amen. Listen, it's fun to laugh. Blondes, I mean, they're really, they, it's funny. Right? Black jokes are funny. Yeah. Ethnic jokes are funny. Italian jokes are funny. Polish jokes are funny. Right? Listen. Muslim jokes are funny. Listen, I don't care. Christian jokes are funny. Laugh. We've got to be able to laugh at ourselves and laugh at others and enjoy life. Right? right? Amen. Did you hear about the lady that was so skinny she got to run her pantyhose and fell out? Hey, man, that's funny. <laughs> huh? Did you hear about the lady that was so skinny that, amen, she's got to dance around the shower to get wet? She's so skinny. Amen. I mean, those are funny jokes. Did you hear about the lady that was so fat that she rocked herself asleep trying to get up? To... <laughs> I think those are funny jokes, man. Amen. Right? you got to be able to laugh. Amen. There's jokes at preachers. There's uh, jokes at people in the pew. There's all kinds of racial jokes. Amen. Just laugh and just enjoy life. Quit taking ourselves so seriously. Yeah. Right? Amen. There's a lot of good jokes I like. Includes Baptist preachers, man. Amen. I love mother-in-law jokes. Amen. And my mother-in-law would laugh at him if I, she was here. And then she'd whoop me, poison my food. I don't know. <laughs> no, she would have done that. I had a good mom-in-law. But I enjoy mother-in-law jokes. They're good ones. Amen. I enjoy wife jokes. Man, they're really good. Right? I like playing jokes on my wife. <laughs> they're fun. 
Sometimes just watching my wife just naturally go about her day will make you laugh. Amen. My, my, preacher, my preacher enjoyed that. Amen. Mrs. Parks would say or do something and my preacher, Brother Lovell, would just enjoy laughing at Mrs. Parks. Right? Brother Cobb's got a joke, standing joke with you, doesn't he? Right? Right? Just, I mean, just something that happened. I mean, just incidences of life can make you laugh. Amen. Right? Yep. My wife was riding down the road. I mean, this is on YouTube. Amen. We were riding down the road and we're going through the mountains and getting cell phone reception. She couldn't get cell phone reception. She goes, Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? <laughs> and I love it. I understand. She just thought, Well, if you just moved the phone a little bit, it might get better reception. But I, it was just hilarious to see it one ear. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> I, mean, I love it. I still laugh at today. She laughs at herself. I mean, little things in our life bring us joy. Amen. Our kids laugh, tell joy. Listen, Tim, Tim uh, Hopkins tells jokes. Amen. He makes Christians laugh. I enjoy all that. Some of them just a little off maybe sometimes, you know, but he's crazy. Gets you to laughing. I mean, I like the one. He sits back and he, he's talking about being at church. And they go, he said, Tim, you got a servant's heart. He said, you know what that means? He said, what? That means you're going to stack chairs, amen? Amen. <laughs> Tim, we want you to stack chairs, amen? Listen, I mean, he talks about church and Christianity and growing up and home. And, and listen, it, it gets people to laugh. Amen. Listen, we ought, to, we ought to enjoy each other and be able to laugh with one another, right? Proverbs 17. Verse 22, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit it what? Drieth the bones. People better be careful because their attitudes can affect their health. Amen? There's a lot of health in laughter. That we can sit around and rejoice. We've had, I've had, with Christians, I've had some of the best times and laughed so hard and had such a good time. With the kids, we've laughed so hard. We've had a good time. I mean, I'm telling you, it was good. One day we were riding. Down the road, me and Mrs. Parks in the car, and there's little Priscilla. She's in the car seat. She ain't old enough to walk. And all of a sudden, she did this little giggle, <laughs> something in the back seat. And, man, we turned around. We couldn't believe it. We laughed and laughed. I mean, that carried us about a mile or two. Down the road, we just enjoyed it. I mean, she just giggled out of the blue. And, man, that, that just filled our hearts. Amen. And I'm glad our kids do have good spirits. And we'd be riding down the road. We was in evangelism. And both them kids back there, and they'd be laughing and giggling and laughing at each other. And that, boy, that'd help us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Listen, I'm glad I can laugh. Can you laugh? Let's go to um, Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter number 15. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Jesus said over there in the book of John, he said, My joy I give unto you, and no man takes my joy from you. No man can take your joy. You got to lend it away. You got to give it away. And there's people that just will not get right over something. They can. I know some people are so bitter that they can't. They can't get out of it. The only thing that's going to get them out of it is the Lord Jesus Christ, if they let them. In Luke chapter number fifteen, he says in verse one, "Then drew near." Unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and the scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. Hey, man, praise God. You want something to rejoice about? That's something to rejoice about. That this man receiveth sinners. Hallelujah! Verse 3, And he spake this parable unto them. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he what? Find it. 
And then some some Baptists sit there, yeah, but what if you ain't got 99 sheep, huh? What if you only got 10? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, man, them, them people are poison. Yeah. Right? He ain't wagging 400 sheep tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, oh, good night. There's nothing you can do to satisfy him. Why'd he leave the 99? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to find a little lost sheep? Yeah. Oh, good night. Hello? Amen. Go to vineyard. They'll, they'll bless you. Yeah. Amen. Until he find it, verse 5, and when he had found it, he lays it on his shoulders, what? Rejoicing. Amen. And when he cometh home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I found my sheep, which was lost. And I can see him now. Why well, I want to rejoice. My sheep wasn't lost. What are you so excited about? Oh, good night. Listen, the Bible's telling you to rejoice with others. Yeah. Amen. Enjoy others. And you ought to rejoice in somebody else's blessings, not just your blessings. Yeah. You ought to be able to rejoice with somebody else. Verse 5, I say unto you, likewise, joy. See that? Rejoice, joy. Amen. Shall be in heaven over one sinner that what? You ever done that? You ever get excited when somebody else gets saved? When somebody else says, hey, I led somebody to Christ. Does that excite you? Oh, that's good, brother. Okay. That's, uh -huh. Hey, we, we went to the jail. Two got saved. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Uh -huh. They're more excited about the football game. They're more excited about their jewelry. They're more excited about the new clothes. They're more excited about little things of life that don't matter to hill of beans. They're all worked up about the election and they can't rejoice over a soul getting saved. Hey, man, there's a lot of people can't even rejoice over that. What happened to the first soul you ever led to Christ? What happened? We well, what do we do? We rolled the windows down, rode around, screamed and hollered and shouted over the first soul you ever led to Christ. Then you came back, Charity, and told Charity, hey, man, I got to lead somebody to Christ. And you ran the aisles, walked the aisles, whatever. Hey, man, we all shouted and rejoiced and she led her first soul to the Lord. Amen. Listen, when her mom came to church and got saved, Vicky had the songbook. And she whoom, threw the songbook up in the air and hit the tile. And the songbook come down about killed the person next to her. <laughs> hey, man, but you know what? We rejoiced. Hey, man, her mama got saved. Hallelujah. Man, it ought to be a big thing for us. We ought to be excited. We lose sight on the importance of it. Rejoice, one sinner. More than 99 just persons which need no repentance. Either of you having 10 pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, does not light a candle, sweep the house diligently until she find it. When she had found it, she called her friends and her neighbors together saying rejoice with me for I found a peace which I've lost would you do that would you go over somewhere and say oh praise God you found your silver hallelujah amen praise God amen she found the coin she dropped would you do that you ought to hear the sermon Harold League preached on that and the importance of that coin that she lost and you know what she went through the house and what she had to do with the house she had to sweep it was her house dirty? Was she a bad housekeeper? Well, if you end up being a filthy pig, maybe we could have found a coin. You know what I mean? Hello? Amen. But you know what? She called her neighbor and said, I lost the coin. I found it. Hallelujah. Amen. Would you shout with me? Amen. What are you getting all worked up over some sticking dime? A quarter. You understand what I'm saying? But it was important to her. And she wanted somebody to celebrate with her because the very thing that was important to her, she wanted others to be excited because she was excited. Right. Listen, we ought to get excited with others because he lives. I can laugh, amen, and I can laugh with others and rejoice in what others are excited about. 
I can get off my own self-conceited stuff and rejoice in others. And the Lord brings us back. Rejoice with me, for I found a peace which I lost. Verse 10, likewise I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of who? The angels of God. Who's in the presence of the angels of God? The angels of God. There's joy in the presence of the angels of God. Who are the angels of God? Who are they in the presence of? God. It's God that's happy. God is happy over one sinner that repenteth. Amen. He rejoices. He's sitting up there. He's got a son sitting at the right hand. The angels are gathered around the thrones. They're gathered up there as they're sitting there. And their eyes are focused on heaven and on men preaching and witnessing and telling others. And a sinner comes down and receives Jesus Christ as a Savior. And the Father goes, Hallelujah! Amen! I've been vindicated again! My son's been received! Amen. And the angels are gone. Yeah. <laughs> Every preacher that preaches that says the angels are going... The angels are trying to look into this thing. They, they don't understand redemption. They don't understand what's going on, but God's excited. said, my son's been believed. My son's been trusted. It's been another soul saved. Hallelujah. Amen. And the devil's what? Amen. Defeated. Hallelujah. Yeah. That ain't. He said, there's another one that won't burn. Yeah. Praise God. There's another brand plucked from the burning. Yeah. The father's excited over one sinner. That repenteth. Boy, boy. A lot of people don't like that, do they? Verse 11, and he said, A certain man had two sons. Amen. And the younger of them said unto his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me, and divideth unto them his living. Not many days after, the younger son gathered together and took his journey into the far country, and there wasted his substance, riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in what? Want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he had fain filled his belly with a husk that the swine did eat. He had no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants my fathers, amen, have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when his father, but when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him, had compassion, ran, fell on his neck, and kissed him. And his son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in thy sight no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it. Let us be merry. Amen. Let's celebrate. Amen. My son has been lost. He's coming home. Let's have a party. Let's be excited and rejoice. My son has come back. But dad, you don't understand where I've been. Shut up. I'm not talking to you. Listen. Hey, he's back. This is my son. He's back home. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's celebrate. My son, come back. Yeah, but you know where your son went, lived. You know what your son did. You know where he, uh, he, he ruined your good name, sir. Hey, shut up. Let's celebrate. He's alive. Amen. He came back home. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Bunch of Baptists sit around and say, "You know where he? You know what she did to your parents? You know where you lived? Listen, let's rejoice they come back. Let's rejoice they got right. Let's get what their sins done under the blood. 
Let's celebrate. Baptists don't know how to celebrate nothing but a chicken breast. Hello, right? Hey, man, that cock that crowed, right? Hey, man, got one for you, Peter. Hey, man, KFC. Hey, man, right? We can rejoice around food. We can rejoice at the table. But God forbid one of our children or somebody wandered far away from God and wants to come back. Or to be able to celebrate. Celebrate. Make merry. Joy. Rejoicing. All has to do with laughter. Look at what it says. Verse 24. This my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be what? Mary, but here's a Baptist. Now his elder son was in the field, and he came and drew nigh to the house and heard the music and the dancing. He called one of his servants and asked what these things meant. And he said unto him, Thy brother has come, and thy father hath killed the fatted calf, because he hath received him how? Safe and sound. And he was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. And answering said unto his father, Lo, these many years have I served thee, neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment. Yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. And as soon as this thy son was come and had devoured his living with harlots, thou hast killed him with the fatted calf. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. It was what? It was meet that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead and is alive again, was lost and is found. Amen. Listen, you got to know when it's right to shout. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It didn't matter where he went. It didn't matter that he devoured his daddy's inheritance with uh, uh, harlots. He said, this, he's alive, he's alive. And he came back home and he's back with us. And our son, the one that we loved and invested in all our life, listen, he's back and he's okay. We can fix what he's done wrong. We can fix where he went. We can fix that he's lost everything. But he's alive. We got something to work with. Amen. Amen. You know what that shows me? shows me discernment. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. He wanted to make merry with his buddies just to make merry for Mary's sake. Listen, I'm not against being merry, but it's not about merriment. There ought to be a reason to celebrate. Right. Hello? Sure. Amen. Listen, we, we need to be able to laugh. God wants us to enjoy ourselves. When you read the book of Ecclesiastes, he said, Is a man eat and drink and be merry and rejoice, for this is the labor of his hands. Amen. Fear God and enjoy your life. Take time to smell the coffee. Enjoy the money that you make. Enjoy the family that you have. Enjoy the job that you got. Enjoy the church that you go to. Enjoy the house that you, you, you live in. Yeah. Amen. Do you have life? Does a house, four walls and carpet really determine whether you can be happy or not? Does it matter how many acreages we have? Can we really rejoice with the vehicle that God gave us? Amen. Thank you, Lord. I don't make a whole lot, but thank you. I can give you 10% of it. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, but I'm going to write a check, and I'm going to write it for $10 and 13 cents. You're not getting a penny more, God. Well, that's a, that's a right lousy tither, ain't it? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I just round it up to 15. Yeah, give you a little bonus, God. I'm going to tip you. Because you're a good God. You deserve a tip. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Amen. Hello? 
Listen, to rejoice in what He's given us. Amen. Can you rejoice that God's given you a pair of shoes with a hole in? Huh? <laughs> Air conditioning. <laughs> My shoes breathe. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, amen. Listen, can you rejoice? Amen. Amen. Listen, we ought to be able to enjoy it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. I can go to thrift stores and buy clothes that's been used. Amen. I can wear used clothes. I can wear hand-me-downs. I'm not above that. Hello? I mean, I've drove used vehicle all my life. I really don't want a new one. If you gave me money to buy a new vehicle, I wouldn't go buy one. Why? Because I'm so used to them being broke in when I get them. Hello? I can rejoice in it. You understand what I'm saying? I don't think I can rejoice in a $75,000 Suburban sitting in the parking lot, somebody walking by with keys in their, pocket, in their hands. I, I, that, that would ruin my day, man. Right? I don't know if I could walk by if I had a $75,000 Suburban somebody went by, amen, and goes, oh, yeah. And I walk out and go, well, glory, praise God, it's scratched, and I don't have to. I don't know if I could do that. You understand what I'm saying? I think that ruined my life. Hello? I'm not getting any, many amens out of that. Amen? Listen, I don't want something like that to have attachment to my heart. I want to be able to rejoice. Amen. I'm, I done lost you. I better quit on that one. Amen. Because he lives, I can live. Because he lives, I can love. Because he lives, I can laugh. He's given me laughter. I can enjoy life. I'm learning to enjoy myself in a Christian life. Amen. I'm learning to laugh at my failures and not take myself so personal. Oh, God. You understand? Listen, you have to. There's some hard things in life. You still got to be able to rejoice. And listen, if we get put in a concentration camp, we don't need to sit around and suck our thumbs. We need to be rejoicing because you know what? That'll drive the enemy nuts. They'll say, how in the world can you guys have fun? We done took everything away from you. We took your clothes, your identity, your cars, everything. All your possessions are gone, but you can't take him out of my heart. Amen. <laughs> and we're going to heaven. This, this, ain't, this ain't it, man. It's on the other side. You guys are living for here. We're living for there. You understand that? That'll just blow their minds away. Because, see, people think that it's everything that they collect, everything that they have. They think that the more, he that has the most toys wins. Actually, he that's got the most toys loses. Right? A rich man's wealth suffer him not to sleep, Ecclesiastes, I believe it said there. That's right. You understand? He's got to have armed guards and everything, everybody protected. And a little woman and a little man sitting in a cabin has a dry biscuit. Can't even put butter on her biscuit. Better's a dry morsel, quietness therewith, than a house full of sacrifices and strife. People are full of strife, got all these sacrifices trying to make this big old house and nobody to live in it. You understand? There's tons of houses in Beaver Creek and other places around here. The two couples are working, busting their butt to try to do everything. Their kids ain't even living there. They got six houses, six rooms, four four bathrooms, fireplace, three car, four car garage. Nobody's there. Nobody's happy. They're all out drinking, partying, and they're all trying to live for this brick and mortar over here and there ain't no, nowhere to rejoice. We live in this little simple house. Amen. We have fun. Amen. Right? In fact, that little one-bedroom house we had, we kind of got close together, didn't we? Amen. You couldn't even pass through the kitchen. It was so small. We turned the living room into a bedroom. We had a lot of good time over there. Amen. You talk about crazy. It was crazy. But you know what? That little tiny house, there was a lot of cuddling. 
Amen? Right? Amen? Hello? We had life. We may not have a whole lot, but we had life. We had joy. We have God. Amen? 